Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We intend to launch people to Mars in 2024. Barack Obama will reveal alien and UFO details held by the US before he leaves office. The case for black holes being nothing but holograms just got even stronger. A miracle. Dark radiation may be causing universe to expand faster than expected. King Tut's alien dagger. The angel that looks over the birthplace of Jesus. Coincidence. Does Pluto's heart have a pulse? Could be aliens. Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. This is Bob Shoy, and with me as always is mm, Beef and mm, Tears. And this week we got weird news. Um, we do it about once a month. There's a fill-in episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't um, bother to do anything proper. Well, it just gives us time to work on the other shows. Um, a little bit shorter and a little bit less research. And um, we just talk about some weird stuff we saw in the news over the last month. A little bit less research. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, no research. You, just you usually right turn now. up. With Google search. <laughs> Google like minutes yeah. before. Um, but people seem to like the weird news stuff. It's a bit of a light-hearted distraction from the other stuff. Yeah. I can't understand why. Really? I, when I listen back, all I hear is me getting aggy for like 30 minutes. <laughs> you didn't. The last one you didn't. And <laughs> no, it was not. our best one. Yeah. Oh, the first, the I first swear two I was, you were. I swear and I was then in the my worst one, mood really last time. Well. Must have been the one before. Maybe. The last one, actually, we had positive response to. People were saying, oh, it's the best weird news one you've done. And I swear it's because you weren't moaning about the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Stop moaning about it. because I was it. so pissed off that I just couldn't, I lost the will to even... You had quite a few a stories last week, last time of your own. We all had a ghost story. You did the Tom DeLonge one. And we had the Tom DeLonge talking uh, about alien disclosure. Okay. It was that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one went over well. I think what we need to do to this is just completely ignore the fact that most of the news sources are bullbag and just commence. So, what we got this week? Who's going first? Well, how many have you got? I think I've got like three. How many have you got? I've got infinite. I've got infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Infinite. You can't have infinite. Well. Well. Uh, yeah. We... <laughs> okay. All right. Knock. I thought go I had on more. Then go and knock yeah. us with one of your infinite. Give us. Give her two thousand of your infinite. <clears throat> oh, we talked about Cat Queen as well last time. Oh, Cat that, Queen was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's why you liked it, because the episode was called Cat Queen. No one found the episode. No one found me that TV show, did they? Mm, no, no, no one sent it. Useless. Dark radiation may be causing universe to expand faster than expected. Oh. Say that again. Dark universe. <laughs> no, you're dark, wrong. Dark, Two words in, you're wrong. Dark radiation <laughs> may be causing the universe to expand faster than expected. What's dark radiation? 
what's faster than expected. Well, we knew we know the universe is expanding. Yeah, it's just like oh, it's a bit faster than we thought. Well, what did you think? Like, yeah, I mean, it's a bit faster than last time. Yeah, that's not news, is it? Well, we'll start radiation. Is it? Yeah, you're supposed to be saying it. I guess it is. The universe is expanding faster than expected. Scientists speculate. The finding may be explained by a mysterious force called dog radiation. So the opening line just a explains the headline. As always, as oh, always. God. The international team of researchers led by Professor Adam Rees of the Space Telescope Science Institute and John Hopkins University have made the most accurate measurements so far of the universe's rate of expansion following the Big Bang 13.8 billion years ago, apparently. They discovered the universe is expanding 5% to 9% faster than expected. The findings to be that's published. Specific. That's specific. <clears throat> five Between five nine. and nine percent faster. Well, where did you get your fucking records of how fast it was going to expand? So normal matter, such as stars, planets, and gas, is thought to constitute only five percent of the universe. But also, that's not enough for it to be. If it was like sixty percent more. Lot. Mm. Sixty well, percent is quite a lot. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so it'll be like we're all going to die. The universe is a sort of runaway freight train. This is an interesting stat. Normal matter, such as stars, planets, and gas, are thought to constitute only five percent of the universe. Wow. The rest is twenty-five percent dark matter and seventy percent dark energy, both of which are invisible and have never been directly detected. <laughs> Dark. Why do they call it dark? That makes it sound so bad. Like, <laughs> like ninety percent of our fucking world is evil. But they've never been detected. Well, so they must know. That they must. They have to attribute it to something. They can't just call it nothing. Don't they? Uh... Yeah, dark matter. <laughs> well, if they if they can't see or detect either of them, what's the difference between dark matter and dark radiation? <laughs> exactly. What's dark energy? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand that one. Bloody scientists! If you understand it, listeners. Send us an email, and maybe we can arrange for you to talk in and give us a little bit of schooling. Yeah, no one's going to call in. Let's roll on to the next All one. All the corrections we get, I'm going to do an episode eventually just called Schooling. And it's people calling in and correcting us when we're wrong. You were wrong on this. Have you guys ever heard of Elon Musk? Yeah. Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah, he's the Billionaire. guy, right? No, no, that's someone else. He's he looks the same like show. him, though. I no, thought it was him. Not at all. Elon Musk is the billionaire oh, who owns right. Tesla cars. Oh. He's like this crazy uh, billionaire that's doing like crazy, like like a new Richard Branson. He's people, sort of a billionaire, but he's doing interesting like things with it. Like inventor type. What, yeah, people yeah. think he's an alien? No. Oh. No. No. Forget the aliens. No, I read a story about earlier about people thought he was an alien. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he could be. Uh, that's, that's another thing we could go into. Um, Musk, we intend to launch people to Mars in 2024. Ooh. Why? We haven't Why? even gone to the moon. We haven't even sorted this planet. Have there you? are people dying because they haven't got any food, and we're sending people to. Well, the... So you wouldn't go to Mars? I wouldn't want to be the first one to go. <laughs> <I'd> want to... <laughs> I would have been the second first to go. You would have been the Buzz Aldrin of the trip. I would. I would like people to go, come back safely, and, and tell you say... it was good. <laughs> yeah. Was it good? Was it right? Yeah, it was alright. Oh, right. I won't bother then. It wasn't as good as I expected it to be. Wasn't as good as Tunisia. It took us between five and nine percent longer <laughs> to get than we expected. The Flying Dragon Two has the interior size of an SUV and is capable of carrying up to seven people. How long do you reckon it will take? You're to literally taking a people carrier people. to Mars. How a people carrier? Seven people. How long do you reckon it will take? 
to Mars. How long could you sit in a people carrier with seven people for? Because I'm telling you, this exceeds even your wildest expectations of how long you would spend. Wait a minute, okay. So, (laughs) let's just say it's a car full of 20-year-olds, right? Seven 20-year-olds. Yeah, go on. So, how long would they be when they get there? I one time spent a... I drove to Cumbria. I didn't drive, I was a passenger, to Cumbria in a people carrier with four people, including me, and it was too much. <laughs> so I think this is going to be beyond what I can handle. <laughs> How long? 18 months. Forget it. Is that it? No, forget it. It's too long. That's ages. It is a long time. I was expecting you to be like years. Think about what you were doing 18 months ago. We haven't even been doing this show for 18 months. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't do that even with like you guys. That would drive me mad. <laughs> Musk on the 18 months. I would not recommend travelling to Mars in that. It would be a long time to spend in an SUV. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, perhaps, it also does not have the capability to get back to Earth. We what? Put, we put that in the fine print. Uh, if you're going to choose a place to die, then Mars is not a bad choice. So, this doesn't sound that good to me. So Even no. the guy who's funded it has said, like, I wouldn't do it. So basically what it is, <laughs> yes. is that if, you wanna, if you're going to die, or you're quite old, go to Mars. You're going to die that, on the way. A, you're going to die before you get there. Well, possibly. Is yeah. that a roof rack? Where are they going to put all what the What happens food? if someone dies in there on the way? <laughs> Where's someone come out? Like, can they open it and kick them out, or do they have to sit next to a corpse for the next year? What do you year? do when you need a poo? Like, that's not big enough. Yeah, that isn't big enough. It's not big enough. They thought this through. <laughs> How um, does an SUV have enough fuel? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this. <laughs> to get to Mars. <laughs> this is so stupid. I filled an SUV out to the brim. <laughs> I might get to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this is like a five-year-old has like done a school project? They haven't thought about anything. There's no. not even leg room for seven people in it. <laughs> you imagine the cramp. <laughs> you have no exercise. You'd be fucking dead. <laughs> You'd be fucking Your dead. Your muscles would seize up so quickly. What do you God. eat? How is there enough food in it? <laughs> <laughs> for seven people. For 18 months. <laughs> Think of one week shopping in your trolley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one week. <laughs> oh, God, that is so stupid. Oh. Oh, God, so this is all, worrying, I think this is all about a Mars colonisation plan. So this is in theory. So they're going to send seven people at a time. Well, this but... is actually the plan. In 2024, if everything goes to plan with all his other stuff, the first <laughs> human cargo will go off on 2024. It will never happen that soon because... Everything gets delayed. I I will I will give like my entire yearly salary if they manage to find seven people <laughs> stupid enough to do that. I wouldn't make that bet. There's definitely yeah, seven def- stupid people in the world. There's definitely people who have given a year to think about it still wouldn't even consider the stuff we brought up in the first twenty seconds of like, yeah, what about food? <laughs> what about like oh man. Um, no, that is ridiculous. Wow. Oh, Oh, here we go. So I'm re- this this website's called the Christian Science Monitor. Right. I don't know what that means. Uh, does Pluto's heart have a pulse? Does what? Pluto's heart have a pulse. Pluto's a heart. Well, newsflash, Pluto has a heart, apparently. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the first news story. So they're saying Pluto's a living thing. Uh, peculiar polygons suggest activity on dwarf planet. 
Oh, dwarf planet, they're calling it now. I thought it was. Uh... Yeah, they've reinstated it to planet status, but oh, it's really? a dwarf planet. You have to put Is the that after in. the Rick and Morty episode when. The... I haven't seen that episode. Oh, you haven't? Uh, <laughs> listeners probably have. Um, probably. Probably. Never <laughs> <laughs> seen that one specific Pluto's episode. bright heart captivated astronomers and amateurs alike when NASA's New Horizons spacecraft beamed back the first clear images of the dwarf planet last July. But there's more to that distinctive shape than meets the eye. In particular, the left lobe of the heart-shaped feature, informally dubbed Sputnik Planum, appears unusually smooth and plain at a glance. But when scientists took a closer look, they spotted a strange rubbly pattern across the expanse. Interlocking polygons appear to be etched into the surface of the Sputnik Planum, slightly elevated in their centres, making the bright plane look as if snake skin had been stretched across it. Uh, turns out this is part of Pluto's heart. It's actually sort of a cosmic lava lamp, according to models described in two different papers published Wednesday. Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, Pluto's got a heart and... <laughs> Wait, did it say have a pulse? You said a pulse, yeah, the heart. They're talking about just patterns at the moment, so I can't find the bit about the pulse. Definitely calling this episode SUV to Mars. This whole thing, I've been thinking, (laughs) if they can use an SUV, it'd have to be a Ford Galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Okay, discovering dynamic processes like convection on the icy surface of Pluto. Validates why you send these missions in the first place. They're writing a book on Twitter right now. Blah blah blah. Not oh, so enthusiastic about it. <laughs> well, the, the, head, the headline got me with a pulse, and there's no word of it. There's no. We can fly past Neptune to a distant small planet, the inst- dead world covered in craters. We find this wildly active place. So they're saying Pluto's more active than they first assumed. Okay. God, that was long. Uh, what is the weird glowing spot hovering over Pluto? That's another headline. Is it aliens? Question mark. Sure sounds like aliens, but these strange glowing patches <laughs> over Pluto <laughs> are actually something else. Almost <laughs> as mysterious. Sure sounds like aliens. <laughs> sounds scientific. Sure sounds like. <laughs> like we, have, we know what aliens sound like to go on. <laughs> yeah. Can I throw one at you? I've got a number of stories, but two of them are very big stories. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of them is to do with the episode we talked about last week. Right. What did we talk about last week? Ouija balls. No, we just talked about it. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Egypt. Ancient yeah. Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Have Egypt. you guys heard about this thing? If I so what, if I say ancient Egypt, has been the news? I don't know. I don't think so. King Tutsalian dagger? No. I've got oh, of this. Here we go. This is from King the Tutsalian dagger. IndiaTimes.com. Did you hear about this, Tiss? No. King Tut's. Alien dagger. Oh, I I did hear about King Tut recently. Researchers claim Egypt's King Tutankhamun had an alien dagger on him, probably from a fallen meteorite. Oh, I heard about... Yeah, yeah. Yep. Was this, this the Rosetta meteorite or not? Um, oh, no, that's a recent one, isn't it? Sorry. No, no, no. This is... Okay, I'll quickly just... I'll paraphrase this. We'll just read the beginning. Um, the story of King Tutankhamun, the former teenage pharaoh of Egypt, has always been the most fascinating among the ancient stories from Egypt, mainly because of the aura of mystery which always surrounded him. Now research have added another twist to the mystery. The young pharaoh had an alien dagger. The iron blade of a dagger, which was discovered in the folds of the wrapping around the mummified boy king, probably came from a fallen meteorite, researchers have said. Using X-ray fluorescent spectrometry, Italian and Egyptian experts found that the blade's composition of iron, nickel and cobalt was an approximate match for a meteorite that landed in northern Egypt. They also note that such ironwork was rare in ancient Egypt. 
Um, the results strongly suggest an extraterrestrial origin for the blade, according to their results published this week in the journal uh, Meteotrics and Planetary Science. So basically, yeah, his blade was extraterrestrial in origin. Huh. Um, and this isn't bullshit story. This has been all over the place. I've seen this pop up quite a yeah, few Yeah, when you started talking about it, I didn't know, but then you opened it up, I realised, yeah. Yeah, iron was a mega rare. Um, yeah. It was in in Egypt in ancient Egypt. Um, they didn't really have anything made of iron, and the the iron used for that blade was they they reckon it's from a fallen meteorite. Wow! So yeah, he had That's extraterrestrial cool. dagger buried of him. That's pretty cool. I thought I almost bought it up when it was recorded in ancient Egypt, but I thought uh, same for weird news. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird news. There we story. go. Wow. And there's more to that. Is. I've got a couple of links related to that. So if people are more interested in that story, you can find it on the blog. Uh, weird tales and the explainable.blogspot.com but I found that quite interesting got a headline here gone the case for black holes being nothing but holograms just got even stronger just got even stronger I've never even heard it it, it not only exists but it's got stronger huh. uh, if anything can sum up just how little we know about the known universe it's black holes we can't see them because not even light can escape their gravitational pull we have no idea what they're made of and where does everything inside go once a black hole dies physicists can't even agree on whether black holes are massive three-dimensional behemoths or just two-dimensional surfaces that are projected in 3d just like a hologram wow but a new study just made the case for holographic black holes even stronger with a new calculation of the entropy or disorder inside supporting the possibility of these giant enigmas of the universe being nothing but an optical illusion. Uh, and then it goes on to make a massive fucking story of it, which I'm not reading. Black it... holes intrigue me yeah, so yeah. much. I like so much more than anything. Even when I'm thinking about space, there that is what intrigues me the most. About I space. feel like we should do a whole episode on black holes. Yeah, yeah, eventually it would it would bust my brain though. Yeah, be so much. It made me weep. Um, yeah. When you when they say holograms, do you think it's like um, a naturally occurring phenomena that makes us see it in that way? Mm. Or do you think it's like a created hologram to throw us off the scent by some other being? Ah, like projected from Yeah, like there's nothing technology. here. Like they're putting a black screen in front of their like civilization. World. Yeah, yeah, could be. Either way, it's a fascinating... Their galaxy. Well, actually, not that Cause it, I, Supermassive black hole in the middle of the Milky Way. Imagine the middle of the Milky Way was like Star Wars. Yeah. Imagine that, like the magnitude of all the planets and yeah. it was just covered by this big blackness and we couldn't see it and we're just yeah. like oh there's nothing here and they're just fucking chilling inside actually that years blackness. ago we got fucking kicked out of the new order yeah and uh we never know yeah, yeah. that's incredible isn't it yeah. I, lo- I love that when you look at the science of black holes as well that mm. you know I-, I love that you know when they look into it like okay so what would happen if um because i watched a video of neil degrasse tyson oh, yeah. our, our favorite. friend yeah um and he was talking about the science of interstellar Okay. And someone's saying, well, okay, so what about this idea of uh, McConaughey falling into the black hole? You know, how far-fetched is that? And you know, what would actually happen to him? I've seen this documentary. It's yeah. so, it's so imp- like, in- incredible what he was saying. He was saying that there's every chance that he could die as soon as he entered the, the black hole, but there's more of a chance that his body would just stretch to the point where it's like his whole body was like spaghetti. Mm. But equally... It could compact down to the size of like so he was like a two D mm-hmm. like postage stamp size type body, but that he wouldn't die. Going to the microverse. Yeah, and it's just like Camera. blows my mind. Um I just found that on YouTube the other day. 
There's um, if anyone's interested in that sort of stuff, the documentaries on the like bonus features or whatever of the Interstellar Blu-ray are very interesting. All yeah. about the science of that film, and um, there's some really interesting like science, mind melting black hole stuff in amongst that. Yeah, it's. Uh... Mm, I found a really interesting one for beef. I don't know if you've seen for this. Me. Found an interesting one for, for you, me. specifically for you, just for me. The angel that looks over the birthplace of Jesus. Oh, that's the headline. Incredible mosaic discovered under plaster walls in the Church of Nativity in Bethlehem. Mm. An intact mosaic angel stands eight feet tall in the Church of Nativity of Bethlehem. Uh, the church is built where Jesus was believed to be born. That. So what? So that was um, unearthed underneath the plasterboard wall or uh, something. Right. Hmm. Recently. Cool. I like that. So that's. You got one beef, do you want to throw one in for the free yeah. in the ring? Um, this is a story I heard about last weekend, which is more, it's just a really weird a story weird of coincidence. So I'm going to read this story out. In June 2001, on a small farm in Staffordshire in England, a 10-year-old girl named Laura Buxton was celebrating her grandparents' 50th, 50th wedding anniversary. At one point, urged by her grandfather, Buxton wrote a note, please return to Laura Buxton, along with her address, on a small card, placed it on to a gold mylar balloon and released it into the sky. As the balloon rose high above the party and danced with the wind, Buxton's grandfather patted her on the back. Maybe if you're lucky, he said, it won't get stuck in a tree somewhere. Two days later, 140 miles away in Milton Lilbourne, a farmer was checking on his cattle in a field and came across the deflated balloon in his neighbour's hedge. He was about to discard it as trash when he noticed the note. His neighbours had a daughter named Laura, so he passed it along to them. This began a series of extremely uncanny coincidences. The girl the farmer gave the balloon to was also named Laura Buxton. She was also just shy of 10 years old, but she was an entirely different girl. When she received the balloon, she wrote a letter to the Laura Buxton who'd sent it, explaining that she was also Laura Buxton. After some ensuing confusion, the two planned to meet up. A three-hour drive apart, the two Laura Buxtons not only shared the same name, but were nearly the same same age, were the same height, both had brown pigtails and blue eyes, were both in year five at primary school. Um, the girls recalled the astonishing similarities that arose as they spoke for the first time. They both had three-year-old female black Labrador dogs, grey rabbits and guinea pigs with identical markings. Upon meeting... They unintentionally chose to wear identical outfits, a pink a pink sweater and jeans. What do you think to that? That to me, like I heard about that last weekend. I don't know how that even works, but surely the chances of that happening like, all comes down to fate, I suppose, doesn't it? Yeah, well, save it for a fate episode, mate. No, um, <laughs> I'm always interested in these uncanny coincidences. Um, and it, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. easy to say, oh... Well, this many people in the world in the world are all doing these many things um, over these many years. Eventually, these amazing coincidences are bound to happen. It'd be more weird for them not to. Yeah, but that's still fucking nuts. Yeah, it has happened, and the, all the like. Some of it, they're saying statistically, some of it can be explained away, but a lot of it is just crazy chance. Mm. I thought it was quite interesting. Mm. Who wants to go, me or you? Yeah, go on. This is big. This is like probably my my big one. I was wondering if you guys were going to bring this to the table. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama mm. will reveal alien and UFO details held by the US before he leaves office. Yeah. Is Obama on the brink of UFO disclosure? 
Possibly. Um, Barack Obama's close to making a groundbreaking announcement regarding UFO and extraterrestrial activity before he leaves office, it has been reported. The US president is under pressure thanks to similar disclosure promises made by the campaign of Democratic candidate for Obama's replacement, Hillary Clinton. Stephen Bassett, executive director of US-based Paradigm Research Group, uh, believes that there could be a massive announcement to come. He says David Cameron will follow suit almost immediately after. So I've got the clip of Hillary talking about it. Right. Uh. This this website, themirror.co.uk, is terrible. Every episode where we had if she was video, it's, it's always from the mirror. The tablets can't handle it. Mm. Clinton on the show, he said, I asked him about UFOs in Area 51, and if you if you looked in, because if I was president, the first thing i do, i go right into those files and right. see what was going on, right. and he said that he did do that, Yes. and that he didn't find anything. Well, I'm oh. going I'm to <laughs> do it again. Yeah, why not? Right? And, and you know, there's a new name. It's Unexplained Aerial Phenomenon. Unexplained aerial phenomena, yep, really? Yep, UAP. That's the latest nomenclature. I like the old one. I like UFO. I don't know why. Well, it, I think we can use them interchangeably. But I would like us to go into those files and hopefully make as much of that public as possible. If there's nothing there, let's tell people there's nothing there. What there's if there something. is something there? Well, if there is something there, unless it's a you know threat to national security, I think we ought to uh, share it with the public. So there you go. It's a little clip. <laughs> Hillary basically saying as she comes into office, she's going to have a look and come out of it. Do you believe her? No. She, she also said into office. She also said that they don't call them UFOs anymore. They call them yeah. UAPs. The people in yeah, the power. she might. I'm still going to call them UFOs. Well, yeah, everyone's still calling them UFOs, but yeah, they're more commonly referred to as UAPs. Do you want to go up to the top? There's another video at the top of this, more related to Obama. This video. Cheerios, however. So annoying. You saw that New York Times story yesterday about Mrs. Clinton uh, promising to get to the bottom of the UFO and Area 51 conspiracies. And I wondered if the president would like to beat her to the punch uh, by, uh, you know, showing his degree of transparency on uh, this issue, which is of concern to a lot of Americans here. Yeah. Um. I have to admit I don't have a tab in my briefing book for uh, Area 51 today. Or a joke. Um, or a joke. Maybe it has. Part of a grand conspiracy. Um, I don't, I'm not aware of any plans the president has to uh, uh, make public any information about this. But, um, Does he feel he's gotten to the bottom of it? Well, I know that he has uh, joked publicly before about uh, one of the benefits of uh, the presidency is having access to that information. I don't know whether or not he has availed himself of that opportunity, uh, but um, if we have more on this, we'll let you know. At night, potentially. So there you go. That was the Obama response. Well, one of his representatives. Mm. Uh, do you think they're on the brink of uncovering UFO disclosure nonsense? Um, I think if they disclose anything, it will be really minimal. But even like, that... Yeah, I guess it's something, isn't it? It's better than nothing. There's yeah. a Dave Cameron one as well. Is there? If you want the Dave Cameron. Hmm. Let's listen to Dave. Oh, is it the fucking Cheerios again? Now that Cheerios news is something great. I want some Cheerios now. Up, sir. 
In uh, July last year, the respected scientist and astronaut, Dr. Edgar Mitchell, who was the sixth man to walk on the moon, spoke on a British <coughs> radio station. He said that the American government had had contact with extraterrestrials on multiple occasions and that these were ongoing. He spoke about the Roswell event of 1947, where wreckage from a downed UFO was recovered and found to contain alien bodies. He said that this event was real and had been covered up by governments for many years. Do you agree with me, uh, David, that the British people have the right to know if we have been visited? And if so, when you become Prime Minister, as I know you will, um, will you seek to lift the veil of secrecy and tell the public the truth that they deserve that has been covered up for all of these years? Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I told you I didn't plant the questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm convinced we have been visited by alien life forms, and, and, and one of them is the Trade Secretary, Peter Mandelson. <laughs> 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 but quite seriously, sir, because I'm going to give a serious answer. I'm, I'm going to give you a serious answer. I don't want anyone to take the subject. No, 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 no I'm going to give you a serious answer now, honestly. You can have the mic, after I've finished, you can have the microphone back. No, no, I think... I have no idea whether there is uh, intelligent life out there, and no idea whether any um, uh, any sightings that have taken place or incidents have taken place uh, have any uh, basis in in truth. All, all I know is I do believe in freedom of information and openness. And if uh, this question has been asked from time to time of governments in this country and indeed in the U.S., and I think we should be as open and as clear as possible. What's tended to happen? When people look at the Roswell incident or people look at uh, pictures and other things that have happened, is a rational explanation tends to be produced to try and show that uh, it, it's not uh, what those who, who believe in UFOs um, uh, uh, suggest. But I think we should be as open as possible. So I'd be quite happy to give you a guarantee that if I was Prime Minister, I would always be entirely uh, open and frank about these things. I don't think any of us have any clue whether there is any intelligent uh, life out there. And it's certainly not something that any government should seek to hide from anybody. So there you go, that's David Cameron. Sorry, just... Obviously making a big fucking joke of it. Well, I found uh, something that he said quite telling, actually, as well. He said that uh, people who believe in UFOs, mm. he sort of marginalised people yeah. who believe in UFOs as, well... You couldn't see in the video, when he started making that joke, the guy who asked the question stood up and started walking out. Yeah. And was like, like, you could hear in the background he was saying something like, um, "I don't. This is a to topic that I actually find quite serious. I don't yeah, appreciate yeah. you making jokes of it and stuff." Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I thought that was a bit crass of Cameron to make a big fucking lame joke about it. Well, that is the problem: is that uh, people who believe in UFOs are literally referred to as people who believe in UFOs, mm. rather than just people who want to know the truth. Mm. It's not, you know, it's not a fantasy. People want to know the truth. They don't want to know. They don't want to sit in their room and pretend. They yeah. want to know the real thing. And they don't want to be made real, to look like idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily believe in them, but I'd like to know the truth. If they're out there, great. If they're not, that's fine. Mm. I they think it's a valid them. question as well. I, yeah. I don't think that distrusting a government is necessarily a tin hat idea. And if you ask a question because of a distrust of your government, if they then make a joke back at you, yeah, yeah it just that shows the situation? Yeah, exactly. It just exacibates yeah. the feeling of... But the the problem is, is that... What does exacerbate mean? 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Go on in. What's your last? I need. I need to shoot off soon. <laughs> so oh, I'll be quick then. <laughs> uh, mine is about a miracle. So I saw this on Facebook today. Actually, essentially, this um, this guy in the states. There is a video, but we won't watch it. This guy in the states uh, died. He was having heart problems. Uh, this has been all over the American news today. Uh, and like taking us right back to the near death experiences episode mm-hmm. and the miracles, mm-hmm. his son prayed for him, or he's like his son was visiting um, with like a pastor in the states. Uh, he, he his heart had stopped beating for fifty minutes, and the doctors were working on trying to get it to beat again. And then as they prayed, what they're telling us is that his heart started beating again. He came back to life. So he had a fifty minute interval. Where he fifty was, minutes, fifty minutes, where he was, where he was declared dead, essentially, mm. and came back to life. Yeah, his son talks about that he was like, almost like shouting at his dad, like, "You're not going to die today. You're not going to die today." And this, like, I guess, like all hospitals have chaplains, don't they? So I guess maybe it was one of the doctors there. Sorry, one of the pastors who was a hospital chaplain prayed with this guy, and after fifty minutes, his heart started beating again. Hmm. Well, that was quite interesting. And I'll put the video for that on the blog as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's on the ABC News. So you might be able to find it if you Google the ABC News website. You might be able to find it there. Hmm. Uh, I'm just going to close with this, a 20-second video of um, um, the sky in Arizona. Mm-hmm. See this? Whoa. Wow. Meteorite. Apparently, some people are speculating could be aliens. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. Well, don't ask Cameron because he'll just deflect the question. Um, so there you go. Yeah, there we go. One more time. That's amazing. Wow, that'll be up on the blog. Uh, that'll be up. Meteor lights up the sky in Arizona. Possible meteor. So that's it for weird news this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. next week you've got an episode. Beef's got an episode. I do. After that, we don't know what we got. <laughs> we'll find something. Then I've got an episode. And then we'll do another discussion show. If you've got any ideas for what topic you want us to do on our discussion show, previous ones have been life, death and existence and belief. Uh, we sort of try and do them every, every time each of us have done three hosts. So it's like 20 episodes. We try and do a discussion show. So we're trying to get a fourth voice in for that as well. So if you want to contact us about anything, say hi, please do. Uh, unexplainableuk at mail.com if you want to see any of the videos and pictures and anything we talked about on today's episode or any of the others weird tales and the unexplainable.blogspot.com you can find us on facebook facebook.com slash weird tales and the unexplainable just search us on there say hi on there comment whatever we post pictures on there sometimes uh, and if you want to donate you can go on the blog and anything else if you want a sticker do something nice and we might send you a sticker and uh, go and rate us on iTunes because that's the best thing you could possibly do if you're a regular listener go and do it say thanks by doing that and if you want to donate but can't afford to donate just go and give us a rating because that's that's just as helpful as good as Um, excellent okay so um, how do we end weird news we always say this and we never have anything so I guess we will just say goodbye see ya is that your newspaper (laughs) yeah 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.